0: Uh, we'll go ahead and get started with head coach Jeff Collins. Coach, if you could open up with a uh, statement before sure. we have questions about Miami. Sure. Uh, appreciate you guys coming out today. And uh, we're on break, so we've moved practice back a little bit, but glad you guys got to come in. Um, still building the culture, building the processes that we go through. Uh, Ken from the Atlanta Journal Constitution today uh, has watched uh, Tuesday individual drills now uh, for six weeks, seven weeks. And every Tuesday we do two line Tuesday uh, with the DBs. And Ken was gracious enough and athletic enough to jump in today and uh, participate in the drills. I uh, really appreciate that. Uh, giving of yourself for the betterment of others, uh, buying into the culture, Ken means a lot. Um, some superlatives from the some superlatives from the game. Uh, Just some individual things, Uh, Jordan Mason, I know J.P. got over 100 yards first time in his career. Uh, Really appreciate the way he plays, the way he takes care of his business. Um, He's developing um, into a really, really good player. Uh, Proud of Coach Choice and how he's brought him along and uh, is teaching him exactly the right things uh, to be a big-time player in this program and and good to see it pay off uh, with obviously the help of the offensive line. And uh, Jamin Brooks, uh, it's no secret that we've played a lot of walk ons this year in critical roles. Um, and he played a ton for us at defensive tackle. And uh, he's out there wearing a cast, but he's battling. And uh, those kind of things are rewarded uh, around here. And then on special teams, Jerry Howard, number five. Uh, Great first touchdown, really nice to get an opening drive and go for a touchdown to start the game. JP on the wheel route out of the backfield, and uh, but just his contribution on special teams, his unselfish attitude, the way he attacks everything, his catapult numbers on the GPS units that we wear were through the roof for the entire game. So just playing really, really hard um, and then getting his time to, sh- time to shine at running back as well uh, is really special. Some of the young guys throughout the week, last week getting ready to play. Christian Malloy, uh, a running back, did a really nice job for us. Wesley Walker, um, one of our DBs, uh, did a really nice job. And then for the third straight week, uh, the special teams developmental player of the week had to step into the game and have a big game for us, and that was Quez Jackson. I think he led the team in tackles. And after the unfortunate uh, David Curry having to leave the game, uh, Quez came in and uh, played a really nice game, was covered on kickoffs as well, um, but was just flying around making plays for us. Uh, So really proud, really proud of him. Um, So with that, questions? Raise your hand. got a microphone. Kelly? Hey, Kelly. Hey, Coach. I had a question uh, about the above the line thing. And... I know it's different with offensive linemen, but it seems like related injuries there hasn't been any sort of subs there. Is that, is that just due to the nature of the position? A uh, little bit, but we're still developing that position. There's no secret. Um, you know, I think we'll see more guys played this week. That's already part of the the plan because uh, those guys the last two weeks has been a steady five that have played the entire game and are in there battling um, William Lay, the walk-on center, is in there uh, competing really, really hard. Connor Hansen has been out all of spring, all of preseason. was out the first four games, and then has come in the last two and has played every play. and He is a uh, really tough young man is out there battling. And uh, so we'll start working some more guys in. Um, and I know we won't talk details, but if you just look out there today, you saw more guys um, running and playing together with multiple units. Um, but it's still uh, Coach Key is doing a great job uh, with that group. Um, and even though it's been piecemealed a lot at times, um, the guys are working and trying to play a really physical uh, brand of football. On the same subject of the offensive line, uh, Mike Minahan got some starts at the beginning of the year, then right. uh, fell a little behind because of, of injury. Sure. Uh, has he gotten back to the point now where he's ready to play? We're th- we think he's close, and he was out there today getting more and more reps. Um, so hopefully he'll be able to play significant uh, amounts on Saturday, but that's just trying to work him back in Uh, to being healthy because he was playing really, really well before his injury, and uh, I think he's getting close to being back to contribute with those guys. Ken? Yeah, could you, being at the the midway point, can you comment on offense, defense, special teams is where you feel like all three of those are? Well, I I mean, every week we've gotten much, much better. Um, I hate the the scoreboard doesn't show it. I hate the results don't show it um, in the win-loss column, but... You never can discount the effort that these guys are putting forward. Um, And we've gotten better in every single phase. We just got to understand in critical moments we can't have setbacks. And the story of the game uh, was the second quarter. Um, Just second quarter, some significant things happened to us in a negative way. We couldn't overcome them. And uh, the score got out of hand really quickly. Um, And then we went in regrouped at halftime and, uh, you know, came back out in the, to these kids' credit. Uh, and we talk about the buy-in factor, and you guys ask about it all the time. I don't think anything signifies it as much as uh, the way they've come out every game in the second half and competed and battled regardless of the circumstances and a continue uh, week in and week out to improve. And I think I got asked this on uh, the call-in show last night. I don't know if it was a call or if it was Andy. Um, just how we're able to stay so positive, um, how we're able to stick to the process because everything that we're asking them to do, they've never done before with our processes and how we go about our business week to week and they are getting better every single week. Film study habits are improving. Their catapult numbers are improving. Their film study, their work habits, all of those things fundamentally are improving. So they're doing the right things, um, and they're having the right attitudes. And I know one thing, our processes work. We've won a ton of games doing it this way, and we're going to continue to teach our guys how to do it. Um, Not doing it this way is guaranteed not to work. And conversely, being positive or being negative, um, us being negative is guaranteed not to work. Us being positive and building these guys up as we develop this program is guaranteed to work. Uh So we're going to stick to our process. We're going to stick with building these guys up and recruiting at a very, very high level uh moving forward. Coach, you talk about the process. and Obviously, one place where the process seems to be working is a couple where it did the top point box. How proud are you of the players you've brought in? And I have a follow-up that. So it's – and I don't know if even you guys know this. When we got there the first year, Uh, They had graduated a ton of guys that had won a bunch of games um, and went on to the NFL. It was the youngest roster in college football. And three years now of us developing them, building the mindset, teaching them the process, how we do things, um, and then recruiting at a very high level, um, they're now in the top 25. um, And I said this a ton when I first got here and even as we were getting ready to play them, you know, that's an 11-win roster and uh the way we developed them the way we recruited them coached them so obviously very proud of them um you know and just you know the guys that we've been able to coach i know we're someone asked me earlier about going back to miami me and coach popovich coached at fiu uh in 2010 together won a conference championship together and uh you know those guys are are special too so So sure. said, that process, do you see what he's doing there, possibly a roadmap of vision of what you see for here? Um, so it, it, Matt and I are really, really close. And uh, so I was the defense coordinator at Albright College. He was my linebacker's coach for two years. I go to Western Carolina for four years as defense coordinator. He's the linebacker's coach there. And then he went to Temple for 11 years, being the head coach the last four. And uh, I followed him there. And so a lot of the things that we believe in um, are the things that we do here, the things that he's doing at Baylor. And uh, he came down and visited during spring practice to watch how we do things and to take some things back there. And just the big thing with him is even though they struggled the first year, the things they were doing to build the foundation of that culture were the right things. And just stick to the process, stick to your beliefs, teach those to the players that you're blessed, the coach, and good things are going to happen. And uh, so, that's what we're doing. Next. Okay. Going, you mentioned that, you know that the record does not necessarily reflect what's happening going forward. Last six games, is that a better? Is that going to be a reasonable barometer, or are there other ways? You what was the game? first part I didn't hear? First hey, oh, sorry, part. you said before, about you know you you wish that the you know that the the record doesn't really reflect, or you said that you wish the record were better and so forth. But sure. The next six games. Is the record a better, going to be a better barometer or because there's other ways that you feel like this team should be – So here, here's the thing that we talk about all the time is we talk about how we play. The attention to detail, the level of effort, the level of care, the level of competitiveness that we are going to play with the standard of this college football program. And we are going to play to that level every single week. We are going to expect to play to that level Um, You know, we talk to the guys all the time is we don't worry about the scoreboard. We just worry about every single play matters. And uh, I kind of think that helped us in the second half. Don't worry about the scoreboard. The scoreboard is going to take care of itself. Find a way, just each individual play, to make a difference. And uh, that's how we try to approach every single game. Every single play matters. Every practice that we do matters. Every walkthrough that we do matters. And eventually, when you have that mindset, it's going to pay off. It's the same mindset that Coach Saban's had at Alabama. Even the first year there, uh, when we were there, we struggled. Um, but the belief system and the processes that are supposed to be in place, doing it the right way, um, are what we're going to do. And uh, the results are going to eventually take care of themselves through the process, through doing the things uh, that we are going to do to be an elite program. Coach Collins. On Saturday, first possession, long. Beautiful, productive drive. At the end of the half, at the end of your possession, the last last possession. Same thing. In between, five possessions, almost nothing. Does that? Does that uh, give you hope or drive you crazy, or both? So (laughs) a little bit of both. But then we we uh, we have our first meeting to recap the game, first team meeting to recap the game. I put up the second quarter. Every single thing that happened to this football team in the second quarter, in detail so that we could learn from those things. Uh, We had five drives, four of them were three and outs. Uh, One ended with a, uh, we went for it on fourth down. We did not get it, gave them a short field for a touchdown. Next drive was a three and out. We had a block punt for a touchdown. So as bad of a series of events that could happen to you, they happened. And then you just have to find a way to regroup and move forward. We can't do anything about what just happened to us. We have to move forward with it. And uh, it's kind of the same thing, kind of back to Ken's question, is the six games are what they are. What can we learn from every game to improve on and get better so that the result is going to be a positive one? But if you don't fix the process and the reasons why you struggle or the reason why you don't have success, then it's not gonna matter. So we focus on what we can control Uh, every single day. Tori? Um, This is kind of off the wall a little bit, but I need it for a story that I'm working on. Um, (laughs) What does your week kind of look like in regards to keeping these players in the academic standards of the institution and what kind of does that communication look like with the players and then also with, like, academic staff? Awesome. Uh, And I would love for you all, I don't know whatever the rules are, but for you to get a glimpse of it. So what we do every single week on Thursday. So we have, I'm a very, notice a very scheduled, detailed, got a, probably a very severe case of OCD. But Thursday, uh, we go out and have our Thursday practice. I come immediately in. Uh, we have Huey Magoo's Chicken Finger Thursday for the coaching staff. Kelly, there's probably 24 different sauces that we have available uh, for the coaches. We have uh, fried chicken tenders. We have grilled chicken tenders. We have keto. Uh, chicken tenders and then just a variance of sauces uh, spread out on the table. It is a beautiful uh, event that we, that we do and it's a tradition. We've done it and it's really good for us. Then immediately after that I go and watch practice with the defensive staff the second I'm done with the defensive staff meeting, uh, I go into an academic meeting. Me, Coach Sinagra, Joe Battaglia, Scott Wallace, um, go in there with every member of our academic staff, and we talk about the academics of every single player on our roster. So it's Thursday at about 12:45 45-ish, um, every single player on our roster in detail. We start with a hot list of the guys that we're concerned about, and we go through every young man that's on the roster every class, everything that he needs. Then once we get through the hot list, then we go by position, everything they have coming up academically, every paper that they've done, every exam that they've done, what they have coming up the next week in detail. Uh, And then we do every position. Then we do every one of the walk-ons because they're highly valuable to us, obviously. Um, Then we go to a staff meeting and then I go around the room with every single player that needs to be uh, helped, addressed, what they have coming up, what the concerns are, because I don't want any secrets in our organization. I want every single person that is in our staff, on our staff, whether it be recruiting, whether it be equipment, whether it be in the training room, I want them to be all in on the development of our players. I want them to be all in on the academic success for our players. And so we spend a lot of time making sure everybody understands where every player is in our program academically because that's why we're in this thing to begin with is for the student-athlete. And uh, so there might be just – you never know that if we go over that – such-and-such has a huge test the following Monday, and our head equipment guy mentions that to him, hey, I know you got a big test Monday, that moves the needle, that everybody in the organization cares about my academics. Well, that must mean they really care about me, which we do, and uh, so that's what we do, and we hold them accountable. On Sunday, every coach on our staff gets a list of every single thing his position players have to do academically that week so they can follow up uh, to make sure they're on top of it. We don't, I don't like procrastination in this program. We want to be ahead of everything. And, uh, you know, we're going to do academics at a high level because how you do anything is how you do everything. And uh, so that's our process and that's what we do. Uh, and they're on text message threads with our awesome academic staff. Um, so any issues or upcoming assignments, we're all over in real time so we can help them. One or two more for Coach. Okay. I was curious about um, two-point conversion. You had to throw Jordan in because James took a yep. pretty nasty blindside hit, and um, yep. I, I'm guessing that maybe you weren't sure if he'd be back or not, and that kind of led to that decision, or is sure. it just now he next was. Man I mean, up? he was he was the next man up. He was ready to go, um, and just he first play in. You know, uh, imagine being the first play in. On a scoring drive, and you're the quarterback. The 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 snap was intentionally to his right because we were rolling out to the right, and Jordan didn't adjust to go to the right, and uh, you know so he he'll learn from that and he'll get better. Um, You know, interesting story. Uh, Three weeks ago, uh, Jordan Yates came to me and asked me if he could have a visor, one of those clear uh, shields over his over his eyes, and I was like, when You play a college football game, then you can have a visor. You're not getting a visor until you play in a college football game. We're in stretch on Monday, and I'd long forgotten about that conversation. We're in stretch on Monday, and I'm going and dapping the guys up and just kind of walking around. And Jordan looks at me, and he's like, hey, Coach, can I get that visor now, please? And I said, absolutely. So if you noticed him, he was wearing a visor today out of practice. George, last one. What have you seen just recently? Recently in practice for James to step forward the way he has, and I know you've had injuries and you moved by some more Sure. And, and also I'm not up on this like Ken is, because I am not here all the time. Okay. Ken, Ken a lot of questioning. Um, but is Lucas, is he, what, what's his... Down- getting close, getting close to being back, um, but just uh, I think James Graham is just developing every single day. Um, you can see just his growth and his maturity every single day and I don't know if you guys heard me right after we got done with stretch um, I usually talk to them after stretch and I did that today I don't know if y'all could hear me Um, but the biggest point I was trying to make is the leadership point um, the building of the culture development of a player and I referenced Dak Prescott who I was blessed to coach for four years um, at Mississippi State who he was as a leader who he was as a man Um, this is an entitlement free program There was no job that was too small for Dak Prescott. Whatever it was, he was the first one in the building. He was the last one to leave. He would take responsibility for everything, even if it had nothing to do with him or being his fault. He would jump on and jump in front of it and say, Coach, that's on me. I'll get it fixed. That's on me. And uh, I see James making those steps. I see a lot of the guys in this program making those steps, uh, being great teammates, which is the highest honor that you can have in this program. And uh, con- consequently, you'll end up being a great leader. But James, in that aspect, other than just throwing the ball and reading middle up up, middle foot close, where to go through with his progressions, making good decisions with the football, all of those things matter. Uh, but being a great leader and a great teammate um, is something that's highly valued around here. And I've seen the steps that he's made uh, to do that. The film study, getting in here extra uh, with Coach Pat Node, he's doing that. Um, So, just I think for this entire program, including but not excluding, but James Graham is uh, starting to develop that process uh, so that he can be a big-time player for us. All right, thank you, coach. Thanks, guys.